Welcome to the Crystal Sparks Podcast. We are so glad you are here. Our one goal of this podcast is to grow your faith and help equip you to accomplish your dreams and your goals. Now here's Crystal Sparks. to you about scriptures to help us walk in peace. I don't know about you, but I go through times and through seasons of my life where I feel overwhelmed and completely in over my head. I don't know about you guys, but there has this thing in life where it seems like everything starts going out of control. And before I know it, my emotions are running wild. I feel completely stressed. I have a headache. I feel like nothing is going right. We're going to start out in John chapter 14, verse 20. And this is Jesus speaking. And he says this, peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Here's the part I want you to pay attention to. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. And do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. You know, I love this because... Jesus is letting us know, first of all, that he's already given us peace. So it doesn't matter what the world looks like. It doesn't matter what circumstances may be telling me. Jesus has already given me peace. But here's the thing is that I have to choose to use it. You know, it's kind of like this. I was thinking about it the other day. Let's say that you went to a hotel and as you showed up to the hotel, your best friend lets you know, hey, don't worry about it. I already paid for the room. All the incidentals are taken care. All you have to do is tell the front desk to give you the key and you can go in and have it. But in getting their text, you felt guilty about it. So you decided it's okay. I'll go ahead and get my own room. So you set up a new charge and you go through the process of booking your own room. You give the person at the front desk your credit card and then you go up and take the other room that you paid for. Now, here's the deal. Is, is the other room still there? The answer is yes. Is the other room still paid for? And the answer is yes. And here's the thing is the Lord showed me that this is exactly how we live our lives, that Jesus has already completely paid for everything that we need to walk in peace. But so many times we go to the front desk of life and we say, you know what? I'm just going to take on this circumstance of my own. I'm just going to figure it out on my own. I'm going to take matters into my own hands. It's okay, Jesus. You can take the day off, I've got this covered. And the truth is, it ends up letting ourselves be frustrated, we're agitated, we're fearful, we're cowardly, we're everything that the scripture says. But I love what Jesus says here. He says, not only do you have to realize that I've given it to you, but you have to make the choice to do not let your hearts be troubled. In other words, the measure of peace that I'm currently walking in in my life is indicative to the choices I have made. See, you're as peaceful or as frustrated as you choose to be. You're, you are uh, walking in God's love and his peace, or you're either fearful, worried, intimidated by circumstances. And the truth is that Jesus has completely paid for you to walk in his full measure of peace. You're going to love this scripture. In Exodus 14, 14, it says that the Lord will fight your battles and you will hold on to peace. You know, I think this is interesting here because the Lord doesn't say you're going to hold on to a sword and fight the whole way. You're going to hold on to your circumstances. You're going to hold on to what the outcome is going to be. He says, Hey, listen, 
I'm going to fight for you. And all you have to do is make the decision to hold on to peace. You know, isn't it interesting how many books of the Bible separate Exodus from John, but yet God's message still holds the same. It's the decision for us to hold on to peace in the midst of our greatest battles. See, I love here that God was letting the Israelite people know, yes, you're going to be in a battle and yes, it's going to be difficult, but you don't have to worry about the outcome. All you have to worry about is holding on to peace. That tells me something, that the condition of my heart is more important than the circumstances that surround me. See, so much of our life is spent praying for our circumstances to change. And the truth is, friend, God is not concerned about changing your circumstances as much as he's concerned about changing you. See, the truth is our circumstances are the practice ground for us to be able to go into our next level. I've often found that separating me from this season to the next season is God putting me in circumstances to see, will she still trust me? Will she still walk in peace even when all hell is breaking loose? Will she still keep her eyes focused on me even when everything looks overwhelming? Will she hold on to peace or will she hold on to what the doctor says? Will she hold on to peace or will she hold on to what her bank account says? Will she hold on to peace or will she hold on to what the news is telling her and everything is going on around her? See, it's a choice to walk in peace every single day when you wake up, you make a choice. So I'm going to give you some practical things that I want you to do if you want to start walking in peace. And these are things that I do in my own life and it's helped me out so very much. And so I'm going to give you this first thing. I want you to do this. When you begin to feel overwhelmed and you begin to feel it settle in, I want you to do this. Is what is it that you feel like you don't have enough of? I want you to ask yourself that question. What is it that I feel like I don't have enough of? Take an inventory. So get honest with yourself in that moment. Is it that I don't feel like I have enough time? Well, what are some things that I could do to change that? So and in taking inventory, I want you to ask the next question is, is there anything that I can do to change that? So if you feel like you don't have enough money, is there an area of your life that you can start being more financially responsible? Example for me is I get really flustered when I get hungry and um, so many times in the morning I get busy and I'm going out the door, I've read my Bible, I've spent time in prayer, I've listened to a podcast while I get ready and then I'm going out the door and the one thing I forgot was to eat so I'm driving and I'm going down the road and I'm frustrated at my kids, I'm frustrated at my husband, poor husband, and I'm frustrated about everything and the truth is I'm really not frustrated at my kids or my husband, I just need to eat breakfast. So maybe instead of being overwhelmed, I just need to make a smarter choice and make breakfast before I go out the door. Grab a bar, grab something quick to eat. I know this sounds super practical, but usually the things that we feel like we don't have enough of, we also kind of have control over. The next thing I want you to ask is yourself is this, is what would enough feel or look like? Ask yourself, okay, so if I don't have enough time, what would having enough time be? Because sometimes we live in this ambiguity of having more time or having more resources or having more of fill in the blank. And so just pause and ask yourself, is the reason why I'm feeling overwhelmed is because I just need to wake up 15 minutes earlier. Is the reason why I'm feeling overwhelmed is maybe I shouldn't have bought those shoes this weekend and been smarter with my money. Is the reason why I'm feeling overwhelmed. See, go ahead and fill in the blank of what would more feel or look like. And it'll all of a sudden make you realize that, oh my goodness, I'm not victim to my circumstances. 
means I can do more than I thought I could do. And the next thing I want you to do is remind yourself that you already have all you need right now to do what God has called you to do. See, the truth of the matter is, is that God would never call you to something to be mean or cruel and watch you fail. It's quite the opposite. God calls you to something knowing that you are the right person at the right place at the right time. He knew that you had the perfect gifts, talents, abilities, time, resources, and finances to do all that he's called you to do. So here's the thing is if you don't have it, that means that you don't need it. So don't be, let yourself get so anxious over the things that you don't have that you miss everything that you do have. So start looking around and say, okay, what do I have right now that I can change? We're going to go back to that first one again. What do I have right now that I can change? And then all of a sudden begin to make steps towards that. I'm going to give you one final scripture as we close out our time together today. And it's this Colossians 3 15. I love this one so much. And let the peace, soul harmony, which comes from Christ rule and act as the umpire. He's the referee continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds in the peaceful state to which as, as members of Christ, one body, you are also called to live and be thankful, appreciative, giving praise to God always. You know, I love this because it's saying that God's peace should act as the umpire. It says what thoughts stay in our mind and what goes. And when we begin to live in that, all of a sudden we're doing what Exodus 14, 14 says. We're holding on to peace and letting God fight our battles. We're doing what Jesus said in John 14, 27 by letting the peace of God rule in our hearts. And we're not letting ourselves be agitated, fearful, or cowardly. Thank you so much for listening to today's content. If you would like to further connect with Crystal, text the keyword CRYSTAL to 33733 and follow the prompts. We are so thankful you are a part of our community. Let's do something awesome for God this week.